0: and not in attending the One Right Church. Let's get started. Well, hey Scott. Hey, Mark. Um, so, in the past episodes, I've kind of told my story of uh, growing up at Followers, coming to faith at Followers, um, what life was like there for a few years uh, as a believer at Followers, and uh, today I... When I tell that story, I usually get two questions. I usually mm-hmm. have people say, what made you stay for so long? And then I have the question, how did you know to leave? So okay. I always think it's interesting that the, it's about 50-50, it seems like.
1: Really? But yeah. This is kind of like a chapter book is what you're kind right. of <laughs> right. playing out here is you got chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, and then here's the uh, questions you get after the people read the first three chapters. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay so we'll we'll start with um what made you stay so when you when you're at a place like that, really um just being completely honest it's it's fear that made me stay it's oh, I would expect so it starts with fear of losing your salvation because you're told from birth basically that if you leave here, you go to hell it's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You,
1: okay, well, that's a pretty serious yeah, so, consequence, I imagine. Yeah, and then um, you... So, so let me just ask you, are there other, what you might say, doctrinal reasons or you know, reasons surrounding uh, the teaching that would keep you there, too? Um, Besides, I mean, because that's how, that's how I categorize that, is losing your salvation is like that's yeah. something they teach. Right. Sure. Are there teaching things that would make you feel like you should stay there?
0: Right. So do- doctrinally, um, we've talked about it a little bit. They're they're kind of all over the board doctrinally. There's, right. there's nothing concrete that anybody could tell me of why you would lose your salvation. It's just the general statements of we are the remnant. We okay. are God's chosen people. Um, and if you choose to leave that, then they would apply... Uh, that from First John that we talked about that if if they had been of us they would have remained with us and the followers interpret that as them being the yeah, us yeah. there
1: so so it wasn't so much a formal statement of belief as much as it was that um, kind of the shape or the what you knew to be true was that you were gonna it was gonna come on you if you. Uh, that God's wrath was going to come on you. Exactly. Somehow. Yeah. Exactly. Okay.
0: That the only way, the only way to heaven was through this church and stay. There. Th- and to stay there. Yep. So to step out yep. was
1: scary. Right? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. That was. Um, that helps me understand. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. No. There. There was. Uh, it reminds me of one comment that I heard made. Again, mm-hmm. I I heard uh, that Walter. It was the preacher there. Mm-hmm. Died before I was born. So this is second hand at best for me. But I was told that he said if the President of the United States wants to get to heaven, he's gotta come through me. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He Okay. The 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 statement was that you needed to be baptized into the followers of Christ Church hmm. to make it. So okay. even when even when I didn't believe that to be true. That still weighs pretty heavy on you. That, that's something I've that heard. That is a strong statement, life, isn't it? Yeah. Know? Um, so, uh, the the other thing that adds to some fear is that you kind of um, you kind of feel like you are judging or even condemning maybe some of your parents, grandparents, great grandparents who.
1: Or even friends, I suppose, friends. that are yeah. that aren't going to yeah. go. Yeah.
0: So it's it's a difficult place to be when when you know that the people are going to believe that you're you're saying their church is wrong if you leave it. That's that's just bottom line. You're saying we're wrong, right. and that's just a challenging place to be with friends and family. And, yeah. I mean. Not just in religion in a lot of things, but mm-hmm. um, and then there's the fear too of seeing what people go through when they leave what others who have left they lose their kids grandkids friends parents we've talked about that right but, um, so even when I got past the okay i don't I don't believe I have to go to this church to go to heaven I my trust is in Jesus for that um, even. Even with that, I was still afraid of losing family. Well, there were still
1: other things yeah. that were, yeah, yeah, gonna hurt, and for sure,
0: yeah, yeah. So, so the quick answer is fear is why you stay, and then you mm. there's just a lot of um,
1: a lot of reasons for that. A lot fear. of reasons yeah. for
0: that fear, and it's just uh, there's it's hard to explain to people that haven't been there, but there's just no. There's just no easy road out of a place like followers. Mm-hmm. There's just, there's just not that. That
1: there. I w- that I believe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so
0: then, how do you know to leave? Was um. Well, I guess first to start with to battle that fear, I, I'm the kind of person that needed to have some answers. I needed to know for sure. Is this right or wrong? At least in my opinion, you know, mm-hmm. from what I could see, is this right or wrong? And I asked a lot of questions to a lot of people, and I just couldn't get any answers to any doctrinal things. Like we um, we don't go to doctors. Why not? Wiser men than us set this up was the answer I would get. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything. Concrete, like you said, right. there was, there was never any firm biblical answer of why we don't do that. Um, I was just, again, I was just wrong for asking the question.
1: But you I mean you asked the question, and even when you settle it for yourself, yeah. you still didn't leave,
0: right? Yeah that that question wasn't enough. You know yeah, that answer yeah. wasn't so, enough. So um, how did
1: you know then?
0: Yeah. So well, when when I couldn't find the answers there, I started looking where I should have looked to begin with in the Bible for oh, okay. these answers. And, and I started seeing, um, I remember in Galatians reading about um, the Judaizers, the men who were coming and preaching a new gospel or a different gospel. They were adding to the gospel of Jesus. And, and it reminded me of things that I had read about in the Kind of the unofficial church history and stuff okay. where they would talk about how the church started back in the Midwest somewhere I can't remember if it was Kansas or Oklahoma somewhere, mm-hmm. but it in the right I just read it the other night that uh, this man came preaching a new gospel mm. and that no one had heard or so I knew that, that I mean that was a big red flag for me when. When Paul says what he says about doing that in Galatians, um, that that was not something I really wanted to be a part of, mm-hmm. but all that really did was convince me that um convince me that that wasn't the right place, that that, that wasn't uh, started right, that wasn't mm. uh, the foundation. I just lost confidence in the foundation of it.
1: it okay. It was... Because it, th- it does make me think. I mean, when you talk about, uh, talk about it at like Judaizers, there are a lot of people who add a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that some of it is that uh, uh, the group you're part of probably just a little more committed to it, or maybe a lot more committed to it, right. than other people who add stuff. They kind of add stuff and maybe don't even realize they are or something, but... But the right. fact that that was, you know, I think they were pretty committed to it, and that's one of the things that made them different. Yeah, yeah,
0: and probably, probably one of the reasons that makes it so hard to leave too is that right. that level of commitment to mm-hmm. it, um, which is
1: which, in all fairness, I'm just going to say from the outside, is is respectable. I mean, yeah. I, that's something to respect to say that people are committed to what they believe, and I think that's fabulous. So. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I would love for them to believe things that are good right. and biblical, but right. the level of commitment is commendable for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, so knowing to leave really, uh, it, once we knew the truth, once, once we believed that um, salvation was in Jesus alone, uh, faith in Christ that we still weren't strong enough even then to leave there because it was it was everything we'd ever known it was everything our family it was uh, friends it was work it was hobbies everything was tied into that place so mm-hmm. it's those are hard chains to break and uh, so for us we we had that difficult situation where um, we were speaking out kind of against the way things were there. And and then when our son and daughter-in-law decided to leave and we said we weren't going to change our relationship with them, then we had our daughter and son-in-law, they had to tell us that we couldn't be part of their lives Mm -hmm. anymore because they wanted to stay there. So Mm -hmm. it, it was this thing where... Uh, it kind of got into this gray area. Did did you leave, were you kicked out, or did you leave to follow Jesus? That's what mm-hmm. people will kind of, and I say, yes. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of uh, both. Well, some um, of it is
1: you, you kind of realize you didn't have good options either way. Right. That was some of it, is you were stuck without many good options. I mean, among other things, it sounds like. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was challenging, and we and we kind of knew what was coming because we had seen people do it. Right ahead of you'd us, you'd seen the dominoes like we talked oh, yeah. before. Yeah, seen so, the
1: dominoes fall before. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So it was uh, challenging that way. But um, one of the things I think that was um, important to say. One of the things I think it's important to say about this is that finally being able to leave was not something that we could do in our own strength it mm. it had to be i mean we we were led out of there by the holy spirit and and strengthened to leave there by the holy spirit we couldn't i mean you you could just you could just leave there if you wanted to but that what good does that do you to just mm. leave there you know we are we're looking for um we're looking for how to follow Jesus at that point, and we didn't want it to cost us what it cost us. But mm-hmm. um, that's that's where we were led. That's that's right. the valley we were led through, I guess you could say. But um, yeah, so we um, we were led to reading the Bible more, trusting more. I think that was um, the biggest thing was we were left with kind of no choice now. I, I had tried as much as I could under my own power and my own understanding, um, but we were now left in this place with all we could do is trust in, in God. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember reading, we had some terminology at followers, like we would, we would call the church the Ark of Safety. This uh, mm-hmm. that was taught from the pulpit that this church is the ark of safety, and we were taught, and I even used the terminology that that this is the true vine, that this church is the true vine. I think it kind of meant that down through history we kind of you could trace us back to the early church or something was kind of okay. the idea, but there there is nothing that can trace them back that way. But mm-hmm. um, but when I read in John when when Jesus says that he is the true vine, it just, something clicked with me that that I had really taken Jesus out of God's plan for salvation. So the the Bible tells us God's plan for salvation from start to finish. It tells us the whole thing, and as I'm reading it, I'm realizing that all the things that Jesus claimed to be the, the true vine, um, it talks about faith in Jesus being it, the thing that saves you like the ark did mm-hmm. for Noah. And I just realized that I had replaced Jesus with the followers of Christ church, with my, with my religious group. That mm. was my savior. Really.
1: Even in the terminology that you yeah. were using. Yeah. right even in the
0: words we would use.
1: Mm. so. And it, and really, it, sort of that was part of your process. That it was like, as you were kind of in personal turmoil, you might say, yeah. you saw that at that point and made." Yes, that's that part that, of the decision. Interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and it was all. Um, I mean, God was merciful. And in that those would be part of years. the, the yeah.
1: leading. I imagine that you yes. would have to go back and say, "Yeah, yeah. the the Holy Spirit made that clear." when I needed it to be clear. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Like I said, there there was just a, a chain of events that happened as you go. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess the, the main thing to say about that is that um, I'm not... I want to make it clear that I, I'm not taking any credit for having the strength mm-hmm. or doing the right thing or coming up with the wisdom to know to leave. It was... Just this is what I'm reading in God's mm-hmm. word. This is what um, this is what His word says, and it doesn't line up with what I believed at followers. And so mm-hmm.
1: it's. Um, but well, and I think that. I mean, I th- I just want to encourage you. I mean, I think that's the uh, that's the normal way that God leads people, and the normal mm-hmm. way people live as Christians is that you you know read something in the bible and you have to decide is that going to be real and am i going to go that direction or am i going to do something different than that and when you when you decide yeah that's i'm i'm going to have to trust that right that's the that's what the point is right and we all have those questions kind of all the time you had Several kind of smushed together in a real mm-hmm. um, concentrated uh, amount of time, and certainly uh, concentrated with emotion and cost to you. But um, but that's the normal thing. Yeah, probably spread out in a at a more normal pace, I imagine. But yeah, well, it's um,
0: I was gonna say something there. I can't remember what something jogged my memory there. Um, oh, I was thinking about the way I read the Bible. You, you're talking about you read the Bible mm. and you decide if that's true. For me, I noticed the difference after coming to faith in the way that I read the Bible. And before, uh, from, from where I wanted to be at followers, I read the Bible to, to prove that what I already believed was true instead of how I read it now is I want I want to know what does the Bible say, and then fit my life to that. Where before, oh, interesting, before I already had what I wanted to be true, and then I would just look for verses that I could interpret to enforce what I already wanted to believe. So, okay. I, if I guess if there's anybody that is still at followers or another place like it. That that would be what I would say is just pray that God would show you what is true, and read the Bible from just a, a new point of view. Just read mm-hmm. it for what the Bible says, not for what you want it to say.
1: And again, you mean you say if somebody's followers, I am going to say it doesn't matter where you are. Read the Bible like that, partly because again, I think people read the Bible that way, you know, no matter where they are. That's mm-hmm. very normal to want to, you know, justify kind of what I have and what I'm already doing. Yeah. I wish, I wish I'd never done that, but I have, and that's that's very normal. So, I mean, I uh, I kind of it seems, seems like I tell you that all the time that, yeah, no, people do that everywhere. People yeah. do that everywhere, and they do. So, um, I, I I do think there's extra pressure with uh, some of the things that you've talked about and been through. I don't doubt that at all, but uh, again, these are normal things that people people do, so. Right, right. Know. I'll give you
0: one one example of something that I would read, um, and ironically, even in Galatians. That, so this is an example of, of what I would do. In, and in chapter 1, verse 9, uh, Paul's repeating himself, so he says, as we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. Well, that means to me at followers, well, what the teaching that I've received, that means if anyone preaches anything different, to let that person be accursed. Oh, interesting. And that's... If you read the context of that, you know, read from that point of view of what is this saying? Mm-hmm. Paul's talking about it, the the gospel that he preached, the gospel that was given to him by mm-hmm. Jesus. The um, and and there's there's places where you can do that all through the Bible, where you sure. can just take that verse and say, you know, hold to the traditions that you have been taught. Mm-hmm. Well, what if? You grow up in, uh, you know, some. It, does that mean anywhere you grow up in anything you have been taught, whatever you're taught first is the truth, and then, mm, interesting. you know, it's, it just doesn't. That isn't work the way it works, way. right? It doesn't work that yeah, yeah. way, and, and we would know that for, for everyone else. But when you when you're in that mindset where, you just want to be right, and that's where I was most mm. of my life. I just mm. I just want to be right, so, I'll just. I'll just use God's word to back myself up to reinforce what I already believe. Mm. But um, anyway, that's uh, that's kind of what that's the answer the long answer I guess to the So questions. what changed though?
1: Yeah, what changed is that you began to read the Bible differently and that's how you ended up knowing that it was that you could leave. Right. Okay. And
0: people know that that followers too. They do know that. I, I have friends who are still there where we've had conversations and I've said, Let, let's, let's go to this Bible study. Let's do a Bible study. We can do one with just our friends, just our families. And I literally heard the comment from people, I don't know if we can do that. Whoever does Bible studies ends up leaving. And I just said, shouldn't we be asking that question? Like, why is it that everyone who studies the Bible ends up leaving? you know so it's uh, they they know that that mm. is um, a reality, but I, i'm not um, I'm not braver than anybody that's still there they They're facing all the same um, things that we faced, all right. the same fears that we had um, so but um when you do read the Bible from that different point of view, then you see that the followers of Christ church is not the true vine, that, that Jesus is the true vine. And mm-hmm. he says so in John uh, chapter 15. Yep. Okay. John chapter 15. And, and he talks about abiding in him mm-hmm. and that that is the how way you can know. Of, yeah, that the you can way be to life. Safe. That is, is the way to life.
1: Is to abide in Christ. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so that's um, the hymn that I would oh, bring okay. up tonight was uh, we would we would sing the song constantly abiding out there um, all oh, the time
1: probably from John fifteen
0: probably yeah. I didn't know that when we were singing it okay. but I know that now but um, and and it really speaks to kind of what we've been talking about the fears that oh, okay. that we had and the, so it. I'm not going to sing again. I just I keep waiting.
1: It's going to it's happen. I'm not going I'm... to
0: sing. Uh, but the, the first verse says, There's a peace in my heart that the world never gave, a peace it cannot take away. Though the trials of life may surround like a cloud, I have a peace that has come there to stay. Constantly abiding, Jesus is mine. Constantly abiding, rapture divine. He never leaves me lonely, whispers, oh so kind. I will never leave thee. Jesus is mine. So it just to me that um, that peace that even in the hardest things, the Mm. going through those those fears um, and and having to make really really difficult decisions and. Having some of those difficult decisions made for you, right. and just finding yourself in very difficult places, um, this is very true. If if your true vine is Jesus, this peace is real. Mm. And it, if your true vine is your religious group, th- that that peace is not real. It's conditional, mm. and um, I know that from experience. Right experience both kinds of peace, and the peace that you find abiding in Jesus is worth whatever.
1: Oh, that's a great recommendation, and I do hope that people will at least look there. Yeah. At least give that a try.
0: Yeah. 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 Mm, Thank you. All right. Thanks for being here.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Well, hopefully this has been helpful. If you have questions or comments or a topic that you would like us to cover, you can reach us at comments at onerightchurch.com, and for more information, you can visit our website, www.onerightchurch.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.